your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, you're still due to be asked probably later this year to vote for who you want to be the first directly elected mayor of Limerick, uh, the first such role in the country. Um, But before you get into who you want to vote for, first of all, you have to know what the role is exactly. And this is what's going on at the moment uh, in the Dáil and the Shannad. And the responsible minister who we've chatted to on the show before is Peter Burke of Fine Gael. And here's an interesting thing that he had to say in the Dáil in the last few days. Thank you, uh, Lassie Cancorla, and I thank the deputies. Uh, I've seen a first draft uh, of the legislation. Uh, obviously, uh, we're trying now to build in uh, the uh, report on pre-legislative scrutiny from the Joint Directors Committee, but secondly, my bilateral engagements with uh, other uh, ministries in the state, and that's very significant. So I would encourage deputies uh, to encourage ministers in various different departments uh, to, uh, you know, give a significant amount of power to the mayor because that is a big challenge in terms of getting power from Dublin right devolved down to Limerick and we see uh, the asset that that can bring in other jurisdictions so I'd appreciate uh, any help colleagues who give me in that regard. Now John Moran of Liverpool Limerick uh, very interested in this subject of directly elected mayor and the role and of course he's a former Secretary General of the Department of Finance as well so he has an idea how all this operates is on the line. Morning John. Uh, now I know that very short contribution just there, there was a lot more in it of course by Minister Burke, uh, less than a minute, really worried you. Why? Well Joe thank you for having me on again. I suppose Look, I suppose everybody probably knows at this stage, right? Limerick voted for this three years ago. We were promised that there'd be a strong political and executive mayor in Limerick. And three years later, we're still waiting for real movement. I mean, the programme for government had an election to take place last year. And I suppose I'm worried on a number of fronts, right? Because I think particularly for Limerick, it's a case of Limerick last. I mean, you know, all the other priorities of government seem to be pushing this aside every time we hear a report from Dublin. I don't doubt the bona fides and the efforts that Peter Burke is actually trying to to push it forward. But for me, having been in government, I mean, it's a remarkable um, thing to hear a minister of government ask effectively opposition deputies and backbenchers to try and put pressure on ministers to get what he wants to deliver and what the programme for government says should be delivered. I mean, you go to the Taoiseach's office, you knock on his door and you say, I need this to be discussed at Cabinet and I need you to live up to the commitments we made in the programme for government. Yes. But, John, are we in a position now where you are in favour of this, um, the concept of directly elected mayor, and indeed you would have argued for it in the local referendum that we were all asked to vote in and a majority went for it, but that if this legislation doesn't deliver the powers that were envisaged, would you go so far as to say there's no point having an election? I don't think I would, but I think at the same time, there is no excuse for not delivering. I mean, you know, of course we're up against a resistance. I mean, you know, we're 100 years since the foundation of the state and we know how long it took to get power from Westminster, even back to Ireland. I mean, this is some of the same issue. I mean, people who have power do not like giving it up. And I suppose one thing, and I know you've given this a a lot of exposure, which is great to see, but I'm still surprised at just how little... Uh, animation is coming from our own deputies and indeed I suppose part of the problem is some of our councillors don't even seem to want to have this and never did even in the last election and yet 
if you kind of want to think about why this is important to have other powers come to Limerick for this for this elected mayor so that they can actually drive the city forward. We're in a bizarre situation at the moment where the transport strategy, which we should have gotten last year, which was a really poor document the first time around, was much criticised locally, was promised last year so that it would come ahead of the development plan. And now we're in a situation where the councillors have been put under pressure to do, to agree where we're going to put housing and where we're going to put industry and jobs across the whole county. And we don't even know where the buses are going to stop. Um, and so, you know, there's a big reason why we should delay the development plan now to get the transport strategy. But the real point is, because transport isn't really a responsibility for City Hall, we're waiting on people up in Dublin to actually decide where those buses should be stopping and trying to make decisions in advance. And it's just all upside down. And John Moore, do you think genuinely that there are some councillors in Limerick and some representatives in the Dáil and Shannad uh, who don't want to see this role as envisaged because, you know, you can maybe see it from their perspective, they think that uh, that individual will become the dominant voice representing Limerick and that's their job. I, I don't want to try and guess what is in people's minds, but I mean, anyone who followed the plebiscite at the beginning knows that there were some people who lined up very strongly for, for this change in local government and there were others who were very you know, afraid of it or resistant to it. And, and the people are genuinely resistant to change. But I, mean, I have described this as the biggest change in local government and governance in Ireland since the foundation of the state. And, I mean, we are in such a centralised way governed in Ireland. I mean, I think I was on your show, I pointed out recently that 7% of all government funding is decided by our councillors and our local authority. 93% of it comes from sort of effectively decisions made in Dublin. In Denmark, a country we much admire for many reasons, 66% of those decisions are made right beside the people that they, they matter for. And I think it would be hugely positive for councillors and for the, the officials in, in, the, in, the, in the City Hall because finally we would get to be making real decisions locally in Limerick that matter to Limerick people and have the money to implement them. And, and finally, John Moore, and for now, um, you know, let's be honest here. Most of the people listening to this this morning don't have the time um, to be going through this legislation line by line. So they are listening to various voices, including yours, on this. I mean, will you call this at a certain point when you see the legislation that, look, this is not what we asked for, and there really isn't any point just putting in what effectively would be another ceremonial role, or alternatively, yes, this has sufficient powers. Will you do that? Well, well one of the really important things that the Arrakis Committee actually recommended was that however the legislation emerges in terms of this compromise, and it's clear that Peter is struggling because he's already seen the first draft of the legislation, it clearly, by listening to him carefully there, does not include the changes that the Oireachtas Committee themselves recommended, because he's now trying to put those in and hitting resistance. But they had a really important um, change that they recommended, which was that the review of the office of the mayor take place within 12 months of the election so that the mayor when they're elected she or he can actually say look this isn't working and they can do it on that timing at a really important moment because they get in before the local elections and they get in before the general elections 
So that that's the only time really when kind of our TDs and government listen to what Limerick needs when they're trying to get elected as TDs yeah. um, down here and promising loads but, of But I have to say, no, that sounds like after the horses bolted stuff, John. I, I agree, but actually right now the situation is so sort of dangerous. I mean, there's no, there, there, is there any point in holding an election if that is the outcome, that a year later, because remember, this is an extended term. This term is going to run for this particular mayor to 2029. And, you know, you've been talking to us for the last year. It sounds like it would just then get absorbed into bureaucracy and would never become anything other than, you know, as kind of a semi-replacement for something we already have. We already have a CEO of the council. We already have a mayor of Limerick. Yeah, there are two still big differences in, in, in what's proposed, right, which are, are, I think, still very important. One is that the mayor is, as you say, elected directly by the people. So that all these debates we're having about northern distributor roads, about trains, about where we put houses and the development plan, become part of the election campaign so that there is a clear and a good debate about the future limit that we all want. Um, and that becomes kind of part of the democratic accepted, you know, plan. It's not just what unelected people in Dublin are actually saying Limerick should have or not. The second thing that I think is important is that the mayor, when elected, will have a term which goes for five years. Um, or indeed, in the first case, a little longer. But the, the longer we wait, the more that just can, gets closer to five years. And and that's important because you take Daniel Butler, who's our mayor at the moment, he's been pushing a lot of, of things in SMEs, but he's leaving in a couple of months' time and going to be replaced by somebody with new priorities. Right. So okay. it's, it's so very hard to get real delivery. So, so the, the, when the, you the length of the term and the directly elected. Le- All right, well, it's going to continue as a debate. We'll s- certainly continue to shine a light on it until we see exactly uh, what uh, the new role will look like before we ever get into the people who will be putting their hands up for it. Uh, John Moran of Livable Limerick, thank you. Call Limerick today now on 46 1995. You can pick up all the ingredients for a great